Welcome to the Trinity Western University Chapel podcast. It is our prayer that these chapel talks would bless your heart and they would draw you closer to our Lord. We offer them to the glory of God and for the good of the world. Awesome. Uh, Thanks so much, Ed. Uh, It's uh, a great privilege to be with you here today. Um, Athletics is something that is really close to both of our hearts, but this isn't going to be so much about athletics today as it is going to be about understanding the ideas behind excellence and greatness, because that applies to all of us. Um, We've all been given a talent. In In this clip that you just saw, this is a story of a guy who lived in the 1920s, at least this part of his life was in the 1920s. Uh, he was a phenomenal rugby player. He's really fast. But his family had been missionaries in China, and his sister was like, you've got to go back to China. That's really important. That's really important work. Running is just kind of fun. And he had this struggle because he's like, God made me fast. And what do I do with that? What do I do with the gift that God has given me? And he has given all of you a gift. It's not necessarily running fast. Some of you are incredible artists. Some of you are incredible musicians. Some of you have been given an intellect that is like, you barely have to study and you do amazing. So we've all been given this gift and today we wanna kind of explore that um, and we'll refer back to this story of Eric because he really struggled with that. Of like, how do you deal with this idea of like, is, is sport just kind of fun? Is there, are there parts of life that are just not quite as good as being a missionary or going and, and kind of being a pastor or something like that? And we're here to tell you that we, we don't think you have to do those things at all. You for sure, if you're called to that, you can be an am, amazing in that area. So that's what we're going to explore a little bit today. So um, one of the things that stands out for me is the parable of the talents. So if you go to that parable, you, you have a, uh, a group of people, you have a, have a master who's leaving, going on a journey, and they leave talents with three different people. And there's three different reactions to the giving of the talent. Uh, one person uh, gets kind of scared, kind of spooked, and is like, oh man, this, this, this master, he's, he's, he's a tough master. If I lose this, if I kind of take a risk here in this, I, I might lose this and I'm going to look bad. And so I just don't want to do it. And I think we can probably, all of us can identify with times in our life where we do not want to take a risk because it's scary. Because we just don't want to be embarrassed. We don't want to be, we don't want to have to do the hard work of doing that. And then we have two other people who decided, you know what, we're all in. And we're going to take our gift, and we're going to double the master's money. In this case, it was called a talent because it was, that was the amount of money. Um, but if you think of what you have been given and then the decision that you have to make, am I simply going to take that and kind of be, is mediocrity okay? Am I okay with just, just kind of hanging on to it and doing, doing enough to just kind of be okay, or am I going to go all in? And a second story that reminds me of that is actually the feeding of the 5,000. Imagine a group of 5,000 people. I don't think that young guy that had five loaves and two fish was the only person that had any food that day. I can't imagine a group of 5,000 people that there wasn't someone else that had food. But maybe they wanted to like, they're like, oh, I'm getting kind of hungry. I don't want to give my food away. Or, you know, maybe it was some parents and they had a whole bunch of kids. They're like, well, if I give this away, my kids are are going to go hungry. I can't do that. But here we have a young guy who just decides, you know what? You can have it all, Jesus. 
And when he went all in, when he pushed all his chips in and said, you know, he could have said, oh, you know what, how about three? You know, I'll give you three and I'm going to keep something. He's like, no, you can have it all. And then God did amazing things. And I think if we take those two principles, the principles of like not bearing our talent and going all in and just letting God have the gifts that he's given us, because kind of caught up in worshiping the gift. God gives us great gifts and they're amazing things. And we can go chase after those things and make that the important thing. But when we lose sight of actually that it's been something that's given to us and we lose sight of the giver and focus on the gift, then I think we can get ourselves in some trouble. Yeah, some helpful thoughts and certainly a biblical application. How does this fit? We talk about for the glory of God, for the good of the world. It's all about Spartan Athletics. How do we live out, you know, some of the vision of what Trinity Western wants to be about? So how does that fit? As the leader of Spartan Athletics, how are we living out, you know, that vision or that mission that Trinity calls us to be about? Totally. Um, I mean, I... I see it as our department and really our school, because we're partnering with all different parts of, of Trinity Western, is coming around our athletes and saying, how can we surround you with all the resources necessary for you to take that talent, not bury it, and be excellent? How can, you, how can we encourage you to go all in? In what areas do you struggle? If you struggle in an area, we want to be there to help. We can't do the work for you, but we can certainly walk alongside you and help. So we have some students who come in like, Academics is not important. But we have something called the Complete Champion Approach, which focuses on five areas of excellence. It says, can you be excellent athletically? Most people, by virtue of the fact that they're playing on a university team, have already displayed some level of excellence. But in the course of your four or five years here, can we actually take you to a whole nother level athletically? Academically, maybe you came in and like you barely squeaked in GPA-wise and you really don't like school, can we say all that dedication and work that you do in your athletics, if you take that and now apply that to your academics, let's see if we can really push you to a whole nother level academically. And that takes a lot of support for some people. Then we look at your personal life. Maybe you came in and you were the kind of person on your team that you know your coach didn't know one day to the next, like, when they walk through the door, is this person going to be in a good mood or are they going to be in a bad mood? Are they going to like take practice one way or, the, or a different way? Are they going to be positive? Are they going to be negative? Are they going to be a great teammate or not? So personally, we want to, to, to surround people with the resources that they can be really have personal excellence. And then we want you to be a leader with excellence. We're going to get into kind of servant leadership in a little bit here. But we want to give you opportunities to develop as leaders because we actually believe that every single one of you is going to be a leader, whether you want to or not, at some point in your life and probably all throughout your life. So how can we give you um, leadership um, opportunities? And then finally, spiritual excellence. We have athletes coming in from every walk of life. They know nothing about, they have not grown up in a Christian home. They have not gone to Christian camp. They have not darkened the door of the church, all the way to people who they kind of chose Trinity Western because we're the only university in Canada that actually looks to combine faith and athletics. And so we were taking those people on a journey. We're resourcing them for the good of the, of the world and the glory of God. So helpful application on how Spartan Athletics is trying to do that practically and some tools. And that doesn't just have to be in athletics. It can be in all areas uh, of the university. And just as a side note, I don't think coaches actually think that way about their players, Jeff. Uh, maybe we do. But um, the bottom line that I think what we're trying to help all of us understand is 
You know, there's a takeaway of what are we what are we gifted with? What are we talented with? How do we use those talents for God's glory and for uh, His purposes? So let's talk just for a few minutes about purpose, because the temptation when you're pursuing athletics, when you're pursuing areas of excellence in your own lives, is it can become a little bit more about all about me or the motives of what we're after. Maybe deviate a little bit from what we're true truly called to do. So how do, how do we avoid that, and what does that look like uh, for us? Give us your thoughts on that. Yeah, I, I think it's really fascinating because when, when I was younger, I, 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 I had a ton of pride. I still have. Every one of us has some level of pride. I probably had more than the average person. And um, so there was this almost a feeling of like, I can't chase after greatness because greatness is going to take me to a place that I don't like myself. I don't think that version of myself is actually helpful to the good of the world and the glory of God. And yet, when, when you look at Scripture, you actually see a conversation. So the disciples are walking down the road. They're having this conversation, and Jesus is kind of overhearing this. So we'll just read this, um, Mark 9, 33 to 35. After they arrived at Capernaum and settled in a house, Jesus asked his disciples, what were you discussing on the road? Interesting, he totally knows, but he's just going to ask them anyway. I think your, our parents do this to us all the time. Um, but they didn't answer because they had been arguing about which of them was the greatest. He sat down, called the 12 disciples over to him and said, whoever wants to be first must take last place and be the servant of everyone else. Interesting to me that he didn't just go, that is the dumbest conversation that I've ever heard. Why would you talk about being the greatest? You should never be talking about being the greatest. But he, he just reframes it in a way that says, you absolutely can be about being the greatest, but let me change things slightly. Let's just turn the diamond one little bit and you're gonna get a totally different vantage point on what actually is greatness. And greatness comes through this idea of how do we serve others? So that's what we wanna get at as we, as we go into the field of athletics or whatever area of excellence that you yourself are pursuing is how do we take that gift that God has given us and use it to bless other people. Use it to serve other people. When you have a group of teammates that are actually willing to go, I will do everything for the other people on the team and not myself, you have a phenomenal team. You will have the same thing in whatever context you, you are ever in. It could be work, it could be play-related, whatever it is, family-related. When you are actually serious about looking after the needs of others before you're looking after your own needs, then beautiful things happen. So have you ever done anything where you fully felt God's pleasure? Have you ever done something to a degree that you were like, that just felt different? I was doing it for the right reasons. It was about serving other people. It wasn't about the gift. It was about the giver. That's where I would like to challenge you today. Because if we take this group of people just in this room right now, and you all go out with this, this mentality of like, what is my purpose? What is the gift that God has given me? How can I use it to serve other people in whatever context you come in? It will change the world. It will change every single world that you exist in, and by extension, it will spread. And so on Wednesday, you're going to hear from three different athletes who um, are at different stages in their journey. And you are probably at a different stage in your journey. Uh, but we invite you to come back on Wednesday to explore some of these things a little bit more. Um, and Graham will, Graham will be leading that. But hopefully you can take away a little nugget there and uh, make a difference in the world that God's called you to be in for the good of the world and the glory of God. 
Would it work if I close this in prayer? Love it. And so why don't we stand? We're going to pray. I'm going to actually pray a prayer of commissioning for all of us because God gives us gifts and talents and the opportunity to make our lives about him. And sometimes it's easier to forget that. So let's pray that we would seek his glory and for the goodness of his world. Jesus, thanks for this opportunity to use athletics and use some illustrations to be reminded that life is a precious gift, not just so that we can live it for our own purposes, but actually to be called to something greater. And the greatness is actually in the pursuit of serving and loving and honoring you. And we wanna do that with the talents, whether it's in the academic realm or in athletics, like we've used that illustration today, but we wanna do that in every ounce, every area of our lives. We wanna glorify you with our lives, but part of that glorifying you is to use the gifts for your kingdom. And so for Christ and his kingdom, we pray for all of us this morning that we would hear the gentle reminder that you're good, your goodness is manifested in the gifts you give us so we can go live out your glory and your goodness today and tomorrow. Amen.